Welcome to Two Bookworms. One podcast. The book club podcast. Uh-oh. I think it kind of changed, so maybe we should start that again. Yeah, that's Welcome fine. to Two Bookworms. One podcast. The book club podcast where two best friends talk about books. I'm Cameron. And I'm Lacey. And if you couldn't tell, we're using something new. So I hope it I hope it goes okay. We'll we'll find out. We'll see. <laughs> Let us know if it doesn't. Let us know. So this week we're talking about Crescent City, but we got some other mm-hmm. stuff to talk about first. So, what is your suck for the week, Lacey? Every uh, if you're new, we do a suck and sweet every episode where we talk about something that sucked and something that was sweet that like happened to us or that we're experiencing. So, what's your suck for this episode? <sighs> so it's kind of like. I suck, but a sweet, but it's not my sweet. So <laughs> I've been working a bunch of overtime the past few weeks. Mm, but that's like, good. Like not a ton, but like, you know, extra hours, maybe like every other day or every two days. And it sucks because it cuts into my reading time and everything else. But, you know, money, money, money. <laughs> right. Money's good. But yeah, it does cut into every... It, I, I worked a lot of it over the summer and uh, I haven't worked much of it lately and I, I really miss it on my paychecks, but I'm like, oh. Yeah, but just, that free time. Yeah, and then sometimes you just need that rest and I get it. Um, my set is twofold. Number one, I haven't seen you in a very long time. Um, I know, really long time. I kind of don't remember what you look like anymore. I'm not sure myself either. (laughs) (laughs) But that is the other part of my suck. The second part is that it's just so busy. Like it's that time of year where it's like the holidays. Yeah. Always Mm -hmm. something going on and there's always something to do. And then I'm wrapping up my semester in school. So I'm trying to make sure, you know, all the assignments get done and turned in. And I'm just like (sighs) going on vacation the day after Christmas, and baby, I can't wait. <laughs> Where are you going? We're going skiing in Colorado. <sighs> nice. We're going to be there until like, I think like New Year's Eve, right, Steve? I think we're going to leave early in the morning, New Year's Eve, so we're home before all the drunks get out. Right. So, yeah. I'm like, speaking of what, I need to book our skiing for that. I keep forgetting that's that's the other thing it drives me crazy when like I have things on my to-do list that I like forget or don't get yeah mm-hmm. I'm just I have to, to write think. everything down like yes. everything me too me too and then I write them down and then I still forget and I'm like shit I gotta do that so what is your sweet <sighs> I totally forgot my sweet no I didn't no I didn't I <laughs> It's been a busy day. Okay, so (laughs) I've got like three more presents to buy and I'm completely done. Oh, that's a good sweet. It's a really good sweet. And that's a really good way to take anxiety off of yourself. It's this is late for me because I'm usually done before now. Yeah, I'm done. I'm usually done around. Well, I have one more, but I I just have to go get it. Like I know where it is. But you know, um, people that don't normally shop early probably need to because like I was at the mall this weekend and like shit was empty yeah mm-hmm. like the supply thing is real 
Yeah. Oh, it's getting hairy out there. So who else do you have left to buy for? Uh, just a few presents here and there because I get some for everybody, like, from my dogs and, like, from me, uh, <laughs> from my son. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Uh, well, I have another do fold suite. Um, so I went to the Friends Experience over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of fun. It was part of my niece's Christmas present. So I was like, hey, this is part of your Christmas present. <laughs> I took her because she's a huge friend. So it's about the TV show Friends. And they basically like set up the sets. So they had like Monica's apartment, Chandler and Joey's apartment, and Central Perk. And then they had a few other like photo ops. And then they have like props from the show. They have like actual clothes that they wore and scripts. cool. Yeah. Like if you're a big fan, it is so much fun so we had a blast doing that and we took so many pictures because I mean it's basically like one big photo op and the people that yeah. were there are there to like take pictures of you nice yes so that was a lot of fun and then my other suite is I'm not going to name this person because I didn't ask if I could share but basically one of our listeners wrote in and said um I'm not going to read the whole message Shit, I literally just had it up. <laughs> okay, let me find it. It was a really sweet message. Basically, they just said, um, I want to thank you and Lacey. You might think your podcast is just a fun thing to do, but it's more than that. Your episodes make me giggle and you helped me get out of my head for a bit. So thank you for that. So this person was going through a really you know, challenging time in their life and they found, you know, an escape through our podcast, which Aww. is so sweet because it, it's just like literally something that we think is goofy that we do. <laughs> it's the little things. So it is the little things. And I hope that, you know, this is, that's what this is for our listeners is, you know, something fun to like, you know, shoot the shit about books and talk smack about books. And I hope it's fun. I'm glad that made me feel really good. It made me feel like I'm doing something worthwhile. That's sweet. So a few things before we jump into it. Um, Goodreads book of the year voting is open. It just opened today. A lot of books we've read are on there. A lot of books that we've read not on the show are on there. So if you like doing that kind of thing, go ahead. This is just like the first round. There's like two or three rounds before they pick like the book of the year. And this one has so many categories, like the book of the month just picks like one book for the year. This one has like, it breaks it up into genres. So like best thriller, best horror, best fiction, best historical, like there's so many young adult. Um, I would like to note that Grady Hendrix was one of the nominees in best horror and Riley Bear's book was not on it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's because it wasn't released this year. Yeah, it was. Oh, wait. Survive oh, the, the Night. other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah Survive the Night crazy. was not on there. And I was actually pretty surprised. I am. That's crazy. It was a good book. But, I you know, a lot of people book. did. I liked it, too. But a lot of people did talk smack about it. They did. A lot of people did. And I just thought it was funny because, you know, we had like a celebrity death match between the two. <laughs> do you remember that show? Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I remember like when they had the Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC. I think I cried. I was like, I hate this. I don't want to watch this. We always had to stay up really late at night to watch yeah. that. Yeah, and that came on super, super late. Um, yeah. Man, I miss those days of MTV. 
like the golden years where they played music videos and just mm-hmm. a little bit of programming where they were actually music tv yeah yes yes and just a few like the real world the news and then like i think that was pretty much it celebrity death match but then they had like a few shows that they were focused on like they had the diary of so-and-so and it was like someone different every week mm-hmm but it was still about like a music artist. So it was like music related. Dude, Steve's burning some incense and it really makes me feel like I'm high. <laughs> but it's just incense, but it smells so good. I love incense. <laughs> we were uh, house sitting for my mom last week and I was burning some and we were working and he was like, you got to You got to stop it. Cause I'm about to fall asleep. This one smells really <laughs> good. It's like, um, India Temple Song of India is the scent. And it's like, it's a very hypnotic smell to me. They burn it at my uh, metaphysical shop. So finally, when I went last time, I was like, hey, which one are you burning? And she's like, oh, it's this one. And I was like, oh my God, it smells so good. So I bought some. It's only like $2. Yeah, they're cheap. It's amazing. Um, Something cool. I was talking to Jess from at Must Love Books 94. And she said that on Christmas Eve, she does a book exchange with her mom and her sister. And I was like, oh, that that's is, cool. I know. I love that. That is so cute. But no one in my family reads. <laughs> Same. So, Same. I mean, I'm the only person I could do it with is like you. And we probably end up getting each other and a book we've already read before or something. We, yes, we usually wind up getting <laughs> each other a book anyway. So, yeah. Maybe if I have a kid, they'll be like super intelligent and read and I can do it with them. That's a good idea. Um, I have a note about why we didn't talk about this last time when we read The Companion. Um, Why the F is there a spoon on the cover of the book? Oh, yeah. I mean, it is like prominently a spoon and it does not explain. One of our listeners, I cannot remember who it is. I apologize. was like, oh, it's because she gives her medicine with a spoon. I a thought spoon about that too. Full of sugar makes medicine go down. And I was like, okay, if that's it, that is clever. I thought about that too. <laughs> All right. Crescent City, House of mm-hmm. Earth and Blood by Sarah mm-hmm. J. Moss. So we just did the first half because um, it's 800 pages and we have shit to do. <sighs> yes. Um, this was really hard to get through. Yeah, don't crucify me that I'm still like 20 pages short. Okay, good, point. because I'm like 50 okay. pages short. I okay. did not <laughs> make it, and you can ask okay. Steve from, oh, I had to go into the office today, and of course I forgot my Kindle at home. I know, I, w- I was working overtime <sighs> today, and then. And then I came home, and I was doing nothing but reading. He cooked dinner, yeah. he cleaned, he was like making some croissants, because you know, they were eating chocolate croissants in it, and I was like, hey, I really want a chocolate croissant. So he started making them and I was still reading and I, oh my God. I mean, I'm just not invested. I'm not invested in the story. I'm not invested in the characters. And I'm like, Sarah, what, what happened? I mean, I'm like, so, so. It's starting to pick up a little bit, but it's starting to pick up. Let's give a quick synopsis. Like this is going to be like the easiest synopsis ever because (laughs) go for it. Honestly. And like, okay, I'll put a pin in this because I'll come back to the, I'll come back to the synopsis. I want to say something about this. <laughs> I'm very upset. Uh-oh. <laughs> so 
so we have this young woman, Bryce. She's 23. Mm-hmm. Half a half human. She goes through this incident where her close friends die. Mm-hmm. And she has to try and track down this demon murderer. And we go from there. Mm-hmm. Now, that's pretty much the exact same synopsis that's in Goodreads that's on the panel of the book. And I'm very angry that they tell us that all of her group of friends is going to die from the get-go because then you just wait for the shoe to drop while you're reading. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I did not read the synopsis before I started it. Good. So I was <laughs> shook. Good. I was like, because the whole first few pages, is she's basically obsessed with her best friend. Yeah. We'll get to that later. I think that's a little weird. Um, not really. No, it we'll get to it later um (laughs) and then yeah they also her best friend is a werewolf like the future leader of this pack or whatever and Mm -hmm. they all fucking die like she goes Mm -hmm. out to the club and they're having pack night or whatever so they all stay in and she comes home and they're all like fucking murdered not just murdered like dismembered and shit yeah and like the whole like first 20 pages like um they keep saying Danica, which is Bryce's best friend, Bryce's mm-hmm. wolf best friend. Mm-hmm. They keep saying she's like destined to be like one of the strongest mm-hmm. wolves ever, mm-hmm. maybe even the world. And then this happens so mm-hmm. easily. Now, granted, yeah. granted that Moss refers to the Fae and all these shapeshifters as having to go through the drop before they're really like mm-hmm. tough. Mm-hmm. but you're supposed to have like really strong powers before then if you're something like danica was yeah and i mean they die quick it's like the first yeah. chapter and then it flash flash forwards two years later and bryce is dealing is still dealing with the grief of losing losing her best friend and mm-hmm. the dude she was about to start dating because there was a yeah. pack member named connor that they had said they'd been like dancing around each other for like five years and he was finally like listen I've waited long enough. Um, like it's now or never. And she was like, "All right, it's on." And they were going to yeah. go on their first date that weekend. And then he was there with the pack and got murdered. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was crazy. I was like, "Whoa!" I'm not expecting that. Um, but then it's just too much. Like Sarah J. Moss just word vomits like so much information, oh. so many freaking characters' names so much history and you're just like it's too much it's overwhelming i talked to several people on bookstagram i was like guys because they're i mean it's like the i think it's the highest rated sarah j moss book there is and i'm like guys and that's yeah i'm having a hard time with this like i'm not getting this straight no i'm not i i i had a hard time too because in the beginning of the book it gives you like what four houses Mm-hmm. And it tells you what's in each house, but I it does even not name the explain. Other no, but it does not explain like Mm-mm. anything about this city, this world. Mm-mm. It just she just throws you into it and expects yep. you to understand it when she hasn't explained anything. Yep. And I and eventually, as you go along, she does explain some tidbits, yes. but not yes. very many. I was like, guys, I think I'm gonna have to quit this book. And I'm like, no, no, just hang in there, like. It is a lot of information at the beginning, but she'll bring it back up when you need it. And I'm like, it's almost like this book was written by someone else. This yeah. is not the same feeling of the 
entire Akatar series. Yeah, no. It's very bizarre. Yeah, there's some underlying things that you're like, oh, okay, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I can keep going for this, but. The names are similar. You know, she comes up with these Mm -hmm. off the wall names. Um, So do we we want to do our questions to kind of guide I mean, we can do some of them, but some of them we can't do because we haven't finished the book or anything. Yeah. Well, what's your favorite part so far? Um, I have to say, I guess that she made like this whole new world, but she still found a way to incorporate like the stars and the moon and stuff that we liked from mm-hmm. Akatar mm-hmm. in some of these realms. Yeah, it's um. It's the Fae, but it's like a modern time because they have like cell phone uh-huh. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because in Akatar, it really feels like medieval. Right. Like Middle Earth or some shit. Um, so that's really cool. It's kind of, I feel like a different twist because there's like vampires, there's Fae, there's witches, yeah. there's shapeshifters, there's, there's everything. I mean, everything you could think of that they mention. And you're like, okay. So I think that's kind of cool. What's your least favorite part so far? I mean, we talked about it, that she just throws you into it without explaining it. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard Same. to start. I felt like I was kind of sinking before. <laughs> yeah. Get the information it. dump is just not necessary. Like, no, it's too, it's way too much. It is, oh, ugh, like my head is still spinning. Yeah. Um, the other part I didn't really care for is like, I feel like the drug use is just so unnecessary. Like, this thing is snorting shit. We don't know what it is. It's white powder. They call it something else. But this bitch is, like, snorting shit. And she's, like, fucked up. And so when she goes home, she doesn't even realize that everyone is dead yet. She, like, steps in blood or something. And she's like, oh, shit. Pretty fucked up. Yeah, but at the same time, like, she's labeled a party girl. And in reality, that's really what Fair. a lot of party, party girls do. Like, you, you'd see that if you wanted to, like, <laughs> And uh, these are a mix of Oprah's book club questions and our own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So just for the first half that we've read, um, is it a fast or slow read and why? It's slow. (laughs) Yeah. Because you have to get through this information dump. And you sometimes have to go back and look at things again. Yes. And you said you took notes, right? Some. Yeah. Yeah it's but there's so there is stuff happening so it's not like they're just sitting there not doing anything stuff is happening but you're just like i don't really care i just don't and murders murders keep happening murders keep happening yeah they keep investigating you know this horn that was stolen from one of their temples and i do like that it kind of has like an investigative I do too. Yeah, True I will say that crime ish thing going on, um, like police precinct feel. Yeah, they're not really police. Yeah, and um, so she meets Hunt Al- Alathar Hunt. Yeah, and he is an angel that is a slave to the archangel Micah. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm making sure I was reading that right. And um, he is, it says he's a slave, but he feels like a detective because he's the one investigating with his boss. I can't remember his name. The other one, the other angel. Isaiah. Isaiah. 
they feel it's like a detective feeling yeah and that's how bryce and hunt's paths cross it has not happened yet but it is crystal clear they're going to be having sex at some oh yeah point in this book because they, they hate each other hate so each much other. here yeah yeah but right <laughs> towards the middle right where Lacey and i left off there there's kind of warm they're starting to warm up each other yeah. a little bit because mm-hmm. he is tasked with guarding her like 24 7 and she is the this is a horrible thing to say she's the bastard child of the autumn king uh-huh and um being a half she's half fae half human her mother was human being half is um apparently like people are very rude to her they you know shot very derogatory terms at her and so he does not claim her it's a secret that that's her father so she has a mm-hmm. half brother who is like the true heir and so you get a little bit of his character in this um he's i mean at this point he's unnecessary to the story he brings nothing to the story i think you will eventually you think so yeah because i have a feeling that he's not really the chosen one of the oh, court. she is yeah mm, okay okay um so let's go to our next question which event scene or character has stuck with you the most so <laughs> if you say first, the one that i'm thinking of i'm gonna <laughs> it's gonna be so the funny. first day of hunt monitoring bryce <laughs> oh yeah and she's just like walking around her apartment in her song and shit well not only that like they're fighting over mm-hmm. like he's asking her to leave like she sees that he's monitoring her so she closes the curtains and he calls her and asks her to open up the curtains because he wants to watch tv mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and he's like on the building across the the way and she's like no yeah and then he's like you know he's trying to shove his way in he's like what what's your pet <laughs> like i see your pet what's your pet yeah it's funny and then, like, she just doesn't really tell him what's up, and she like goes to get her nails done, and he's like, "What the fuck?" But she like actually went to question this woman because she's the girlfriend of the dude that had been killed, and she's like, "While well, you thought I was just getting my nails done, I got all of this information." Like, that's very funny. Did you have another one? No. Okay. I just thought it's funny because then later on, like, she closes the curtains again, and he like bumps against her window. Yeah, and scares her. <laughs> funny um i'm really loving lahab lahabi lahaba lily lily the fire sprite that mm-hmm. is guarding lahaba so bryce, or something like lahaba. that so bryce works for a witch who calls herself a sorceress who is basically dealing in like black artifacts. market yes artifacts yes, yes stuff that's like forbidden books that are not supposed to be around like that kind of shady shit and there's like a library and the sprite lahaba has to guard all this because some of these books are like trying to get out back into the world but they're like full of dark shit it's like harry potter books where they're moving and chomping and all kinds of stuff yes and lahaba lily oh my god she is i saw she's so funny she's so funny i read someone wanted her wanted lizzo to play her and i'm like that would be perfect Cause she's like a little, she's very small pocket size and she like lays on a doll couch and watches her favorite show fangs and bangs all day. 
which is isn't a, really the name of it, but it's <laughs> yeah, everybody calls it fangs. That's what fangs. Hunt called it, yeah. And it's like a soap opera where, and where a vampire is fucking a a werewolf. And I'm like, can we just talk about fangs and bangs for a minute? Can we get a spinoff of that? Because <laughs> I think that would be so awesome. Um, and Lily, so Lily's like watching that on an iPad when she's supposed to be working, or she'll be like, her and Bryce will be shooting the shit. <laughs> I just love her. I also love her little Steve. What's that thing called? Chimera. 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 What's his name? Syrix. I could never really. S y r i n x. Syrix. He's very feisty. She says, "Yeah," and I love that because her boss was trying to sell him on the black market, bitch, and she was going to sell him to this dude that was going to turn him into like a fighting animal. And so Bryce like paid as much as she could. And then she gets money taken out of her paycheck to pay for him. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. and he can never be sold again. He has the C mark. So he's free and he can never be sold. And I'm like, that is so, he's yeah. like a little dog. He's so cute. And even though he's free, he still stays with her. It's so yes, cute. It is very cute. Um, next question. what do you think of the writing? Any standout sentences or vocabulary? <sighs> so I like that she calls a bunch of men alpha holes yeah that's really funny <laughs> so i like that but i mean we've talked about the other writing she just mm-hmm. it's con- it's very convoluted yeah it's hard to get through right now one thing i don't like about the writing is she switches from first names to last names like in the matter of yeah. a few sentences and then i have to like remind myself who that is yeah and and she switches perspectives a lot and yes. she does not tell you when she does no. it and it's very off-putting sometimes because yes. you have to realize who you're reading from yes <laughs> yes like I was just reading a scene where they were down in the library and the brother was down there and it was him and I was like shit this has been him the whole time yeah and like <sighs> it wasn't even his perspective at first it was between Bryce and mm-hmm. Hunt and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they throw Rune in which is his brother I liked how in Akatar she had them labeled in the chat yeah, here. You so know? we knew. So yeah. we knew what was going on. That's <laughs> confusing. Um, I'm going to skip some of these. Yeah, we can't Three. do them yet. Did reading the book impact your mood? Mm, boring. What surprised you most? That I'm having this hard of a time with it. Yeah. As much as we loved Akatar and as breezy as it was to read Akatar, yeah. I'm really surprised. I mean, we just and it makes me, it. yeah. And I bought one of I bought her what Throne of Glass, Glass, yeah. The first, yeah, the first book, and now I'm kind of scared. Me too, because, because I've heard it is the worst of her books. The se- the Throne of Glass series is like her first series, and I've heard, and I'm like, well, these are the same people saying Crescent City is so good. I'm terrified. Yeah, to read what's in those. And it's like eight books or something. There's a lot, but if I read the first one and I don't like it, I won't be reading the rest. <laughs> I'm just um, really surprised. As much as we loved Akatar and as good as it was to read, and as much as the chemistry mm-hmm. worked for those characters, like I just I don't understand what mm-hmm. happened. It's like she's trying to be like George R. R. Martin, but she's not she's not doing it well enough. <laughs> I honestly cannot think of an author 
that had a super successful series and then went on to have another one, like in a totally different universe. You know, this is completely separate from Akatar. This is a different world. These are different characters, like J.K. Rowling, Harry Potter. Nothing else really successful. Doesn't have another series. She has some other books that she's written, but, you know, nothing like Harry Potter. So, I mean, George R.R. R. Martin has Game of Thrones. Does he have another series? If he does, I've never heard of it. Uh, the dude that did Lord of the Rings has Lord of the Rings. But that's not always true because Charlene Harris has had several very successful series. Okay. That, is a, that is a good one because, yes, you are completely correct. And I have never read something I didn't like by her. I, I, I haven't either. Her stuff. I love I do her. too. And they're different, you know, like uh-huh. the stack house is paranormal. And then she has Aurora Tea Garden. That's just like a mystery. And then she has um, Midnight Texas, which was short. She should write some more of those because those are pretty good too. Those are paranormal, but they were different characters. But I mean, I can't really, no one else really comes to mind. And Rice, but hers were always kind of the same. It's, it's always like really dark vampire themes and stuff um but yeah i i agree and it's surprising because i mean stephanie meyer she she had a couple she tried that's true um, well i mean the host host, was pretty successful yeah she never finished that series i mean we have yet to get the rest of that series and they've been saying like for how many years and it wasn't a bad book i enjoyed it yeah so i I feel like i mean this is the (laughs) The problem is, is Crescent City, like, there's, there's, there was a lot of potential here. There still is potential uh-huh. here. Like, some of the writing is greasy, but a lot of it, I feel like she just tried too hard too fast. Yes, yes, yes. And, like, we knew she was going to make this a series. She could have broken this up a little bit better. She mm-hmm. could have explained it a little bit more made the book you know the same length but moved some of the story into a second book and it's mm-hmm. just i don't know yeah because we're almost 400 pages in and we could have cut probably 200 of these pages yeah mm-hmm. it's just so much that's not it's not needed i couldn't even and I so much we remember. need that's not there yeah i can't even <laughs> remember how their their realms or whatever the hell they are work i don't remember because mm-hmm. it's, I because mm-hmm. it's too much why did you do this to us? But people are just raving about this book, Lacey. And I'm like, is this going to be another freaking Maidens all over again? Probably. <laughs> Probably. There's a story here. There is a story yeah. here. Mm-hmm. And I do want to I do want to know what happens or what's going on. I mean, on. we're invested at this point. Yeah. But the second book comes out in February. And I'm like, I don't know if I can make it through another 800 page like this. I would prefer Nesta's <sighs> book over this. Oh, I don't know if I'd say that. I wouldn't say that because I, I would say Krista. any day. Because no, least, I at least like some of these characters. <laughs> at least we got some other people in Nesta's book that we cared about, you know. That's true. At least we had less any. people in Nesta's book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care about any of these people. Like I'm just like, all right, whatever happens, happens. I'm not like invested. I'm not like, oh my god, I hope Bryson Hunt do it. Like I don't really care. Like whatever. The next just, book is about I also, him. I mean. I was also very still. I'm still disappointed about the beginning because the synopsis just gave us mm-hmm. what was going to happen in the first, you know, yeah, few chapters. <laughs> yeah, I think after that happened, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I think that's when I went and read the synopsis, and I was like, "Oh, so the book is actually about what happens 
after this death. Because I'm like, wow, this feels like really premature. Yeah, and she spent too much time explaining up until then when everybody knew everybody's going to die. I'm glad that Hunt asked at one point if Bryce and Danica were lovers. Yeah. Because he is right. It is different the way she mourns her. Um, It's, it is like a love, like a, like a romantic love. And I had wondered that for several chapters before he asked that when that's when they're kind of warming up to one another. So basically all Lacey and I have read is the best friend in the pack die. It fast forwards two years. They're having this summit that happens like every 10 years where all the archangels come for this meeting and the archangel of Crescent City, Micah, is like, hey, oh, because after Danica dies, nothing happens for two years. But then these murders start happening again. Oh, we left out the most important part. The night that Danica and the pack were murdered, Bryce sees the de- it's a demon that did it. And she's chasing this demon and he attacks this man and almost attacks her. But Hunt comes and then the demon, I can't remember, did the demon like disappear or something? It yeah, he like away. ran away or something. Yeah. And uh, it's, so they, they know that someone has summoned this demon and they think that it's this person that Danica and the pack had arrested because he was going to bomb this night. He's a human and the humans are trying to rebel. They're no longer slaves, but I still think that they're not treated very well by these other creatures that are living there. And Mm -mm. so he was a human that was trying to blow up this nightclub and Danica and the pack caught him and put him away. Well, he had just gotten out of jail on a technicality. So they're like, we think, I think his name is Briggs. We think Briggs summoned this demon to kill Danica and the pack. And then case closed, two years goes by, nothing happened. Well, then all of a sudden, all these murders start happening again. Well, in the meantime, this Briggs dude has been back in jail. So they're like, it can't be him. So that, so Micah's like, listen, I need you hunt to shut this down before this summit because I don't need these other archangels thinking that I can't run this shit. And if you do, you can earn your free. So Hunt is working off his freedom because apparently the angels tried to rebel against something and there was a war and that's why Hunt is a slave and has this mark on his wrist. And the way he was earning his freedom was by killing people. For So Micah would give him orders and he would go and kill them. But he had like 2000 or something like that. So Micah says, if you can solve who is summoning this demon, I'll cut your debt down to 10 and then you're free. So Hunt's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do this. Like, I need, yeah, absolutely. So that's why he's so invested in finding this with Bryce, even though Bryce is being like super difficult to work with. Oh, and he picks Bryce, which we don't realize at first. You're like, okay, why would he pick? Okay, it was Danica's best friend, but why would he pick her? Because she works at like an art gallery. She's not an investigator, but she was Danica's best friend. And you find out the man that she saved when she called like 911 that the mm-hmm, demon attacked mm-hmm. was Micah. And it's a huge secret because Micah doesn't want it getting out that he's an archangel, but yet this demon was able to take him down. So they're trying to like find out what this demon is because no one's really familiar with it. It's like from the depths of hell. By the nobody's way, nobody's seen it, but Bryce. Nobody's seen it. Why does hell only have one L in this book? I know. I kept wondering that too. It's driving me crazy. I'm like, is it, is, I know. is it a different phase? Like, what's going on? Um, so they're trying to figure out what it is. They're trying to figure out who could do it. Um, it's an investigation. And that's what Hunt and Bryce are working on. That's where Lacey and I, that's kind of up to where we said. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nothing really major has happened. I'm hoping no. next episode when we read the next 400 pages, something happens. <laughs> 
Okay, predictions. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, Sabine's obviously involved, which is Danica's mother. Danica's mother, who is... There's basically, like, a rivalry between her and Danica because the grandfather, like, picked Danica to carry the sword, which is, like... It doesn't even really explain it because it doesn't explain things very well in this book, but it's, like, a big fucking deal, and the mom's super pissed about it. Um... So that's a good point. Yeah, Sabine could definitely be involved. I like that. I also think for some reason, maybe the human boyfriend that Bryce had in the beginning is involved because she broke up with him just out of nowhere. Yeah, he could have been pulling. And he was part of the Fey world, yeah. Keeping her as a girlfriend, like, you know, keep your enemies close kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like super boring. He shows up late to their date and he's like on his phone and she's like, I'm leaving. And it talks about how they're like doing it, and as soon as they're done, he like gets on his phone. <laughs> yeah, I would be so mad. I'd be gone. Uh, that's a that good phone point because smashed against the wall. Introduce him. That's a good point, Lacey. It could, he could very well be part of this. Well, I mean, why else introduce him? Why has she yeah. done some of the things she's done in this book? Yeah. Um. Obviously, Bryce and Hunt are going to do it. I'm predicting yeah. that right now. Oh, absolutely. Um. Yeah. But then I mm-hmm. also found it weird. Okay, so when they're all at the club before the bomb goes off, what I found weird is Hunt was like <sighs> making such a big deal about how Juniper was like really beautiful, the fawn, the ballet mm-hmm. dancer fawn. Mm-hmm. Like he just kept making a big deal how like how beautiful she was. And I'm like, okay, but you like Bryce, right? So why are you commenting on how yeah. beautiful this woman is? Well, to be fair, it was just in his head. Yeah, but it was like more than once. It, I yeah, I didn't really think about that until you brought it up. Uh, yeah, that is odd. Um. Hmm. Oh, and Bryce hasn't made the drop yet. She is so when you make the drop, you basically like become immortal. And we're kind of learning more about that. Like you need an anchor, but we don't know what an anchor is yet. Um it's just somebody to pull them out. Oh. Oh my god, what is a cauldron? (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) Um, so Danica and Bryce had planned to drop together in two years, but then Danica dies. And Hunt asked her, he's like, So why haven't you done it? And she's like, Well, we had planned to do it. He's like, Well, what's stopping you now? Because when they're at a club one night and it gets bombed. Juniper's like Bryce throws her body over Juniper and Juniper gets pissed. She's like, bitch, I already dropped. She's like, you need to be worried about yourself. Like you could still die. And so Hun's mm-hmm. like, why haven't you done it yet? And it kind of seems like Bryce at this point doesn't want to anymore. I could understand that though, you know, because she was like essentially a part of Danica's pack without being a part of Danica's pack. And she lost her whole pack. Yeah. Yeah. She was supposed, you know, she was supposed to drop with Danica and then two of the other wolves were supposed to be their anchors. Because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be somebody, like, you really trust huh. is the best anchor. Or if you don't have one, they, like, court appoint you one. Yeah, because that's what Hunt had. Interesting. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully we finish it in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. No, we will. I I'm going to I'm gonna read some more tonight. And, and yeah, me too. While well, I've got the momentum. Because I'm invested. Because I've, I've come this far. <laughs> yeah. But we also have Thanksgiving. And yes. Steve's B-Day. Yes. He's not listening. 
Oh, he said, don't tell them my birthday. He's a Sagittarius. I'm not going to tell them what time you were born, but he is a Sagittarius. <laughs> Double Sag. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, hopefully we can record in person. I would love to hang out. It'd be fun. Yes. Make it happen. Yes. Cool. Anything else we need to add? Uh, I can't think of anything else at this point. All right, so two weeks from today. Mm-hmm. We'll see going, if our opinion changes. We'll see if our opinion changes. <laughs> Hopefully we finished it. Um, and then we'll talk about what's going to happen. This So this will be the last episode of November, so then we'll talk about like what's going to happen in December. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that's all I got. Bye. Bye. Little, say bye. Yeah. <sighs>